Toads will make a play. The best college football coverage in Utah is right here on the Zone Sports Network. We don't quit. Let's go. The Utes kick off Pac-12 play with a battle against the Washington State Cougars. Your home for the best coverage of Ute football is right here on the Zone Sports Network. Uh-huh. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? Today is Tuesday, right? Take extra care to follow the instructions or you'll be put to sleep. And don't forget Taco Tuesdays. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5. And 1280 The Zone, broadcasting live from The Dish Pros, 80th South and State. Come on by. We have jazz gear to give away, but of course, call 801-424-DISH, 801-424-DISH. If you're watching football without Dish, you're doing it wrong. We will talk about that throughout the show, 801-424-DISH. Austin Horton producing today uh, back at our Carrier Zone studios at Vivint Arena. And uh, Gordon, not with us yet. We are hoping soon. Um, he uh, he put the lid on a hot column uh, to be put up at uh, sltrip.com about uh, the Charlie Brewer thing and uh, it will be here with us shortly. So never you fear, all you Gordon Monson fans, he will be with us soon and you will be able to see him in person here at the Dish Professionals. Uh, you can also call 801 801- uh, four two four dish. Austin, uh, how's it going? You doing all right? I love. This is uh, one of my favorite days of the whole year, Jake. Every single year, this date is one of my favorite dates of the year. Any ideas why? I'm guessing it's the the first week or the first day of fall, and not uh, quarterback transfer day. <laughs> the the uh, former is the reason why. This is the beginning of the best two weeks of weather the state will see all year. This is awesome. This, so enjoy the next 13 days now and then uh, be miserable until April. But honestly, isn't this week, isn't you know today kind of on, uh, quarterback transfer day? Don't we see a slew of quarterbacks transfer before week four? Yeah, three to, get, week three to four. That's the yeah, window. Because they get beat out. And uh, didn't Trevor Lawrence – Trevor Lawrence beat out somebody high profile and they transferred on this was it, day, right? It wasn't Taj Boyd, was it? No. Uh, Bryant um, – Bryant? Elijah Somebody Bryant. Somebody tweet in. And, no, that was and the B- BYU. Us. BYU. Elijah Bryant. Guy. No, the wrong sport. I think it was. I think it was something Bryant. I'll look at it. Uh, yeah, but uh, it, it happens. So we'll we'll dive into it. I am uh, eager to get Gordon's thoughts uh, on the matter and uh, where Utah. Kelly Bryant. Go, uh, Kelly Bryant. Is that right? Yeah, Kelly Bryant. Close. Uh, he, he was a, a junior. Uh, through played three uh, one, two, and three, and then gone. Trevor Lawrence in decided you know what in fact because the rules hadn't changed yet you remember he he bryant couldn't really leave he didn't he couldn't go play anywhere immediately yeah i don't know what the rules on that now are i don't think he could go play immediately like suit up for a different team next week right uh next week i don't know no i don't believe so the the covid year last year makes everything I, I thought the idea, and I'd have to look at the rules closer, and we'll we'll dive into this in the split story of the day, but uh, I thought the idea was get out now, save the red shirt year, then you can be playing next year. That's probably true because he hasn't played enough this season to lose that red shirt. Yet. But I don't know, is, is there a free agent thing here where you could be playing for Utah one day and BYU the next? Yeah, I don't know. That, I, that was the case with that Kelly Bryant. He had played too many downs or minutes or whatever it is. That he couldn't then, he had to sit out, like, uh, the, the whole next year uh, before he could play for another. But that team. also was before the rule change, right? Yes, yes. So, uh, yeah, all right. Well, 
We'll get into uh, Charlie uh, Brewer and his decision coming up here momentarily. But we do have a uh, a big show on the big show planned for you. Our guy, Sean O'Connell, the real OC uh, from uh, Pac-12 Network on uh, Sirius XM uh, Radio, uh, is going to be on with us at 3 o'clock. So stay tuned for that. We'll do a little what's going on. Uh, part 1 at 3.30, part 2. At 4.30 in the middle there will be Bowler. He is going to join the show at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. And then at the top of the 5 o'clock hour, Wakes Takes episode number 4 is going to be um, uh, at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. And, you know, uh, full disclosure, you hear it, you know, it, it, we record it earlier, you know, schedule purposes, that sort of thing. And uh, so. What? Throw a, throw a tease out there that uh, this week is re- he's really good this week. It's it's a fantastic episode. You're not going to want to miss it. Right down to who's his most annoying teammate. That question did get asked and answered. Yeah. Might I add. Another yeah. question got asked that uh, I'm not sure I've ever heard asked before. Is this this isn't a question asked by me, right? No. Uh-uh. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> a, a cricket question, as it were. Oh yeah, yeah. That it that it did get it took a turn for the weird this week. <laughs> it, it, it took a turn uh, for the weird, but we're we're excited about it. Listen, top of the five o'clock hour uh, this year, um, we're doing Cole Fotheringham for the Utes and uh, Mason Wake for the Cougs checking in uh, with uh, getting the players' perspective on the season each and every week. Uh, Cole joins us at five thirty on Mondays. And uh, Mason Wake, uh, as I mentioned, we do have to record it a little bit earlier, but uh, we air it at 5 o'clock on, on Tuesdays. So it's uh, it's been great so far this season, and uh, uh, Mason is very good today. So listen at the uh, at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. Anything else I'm, I'm missing on, Austin? Any, anything else we need to tease? Um, the Not Sports Report at 450? Yeah, I'm batting about. It is a total request Tuesday. So okay. for bands and songs, I'm batting about a couple of ideas. Uh, I, I thought first maybe breakup songs because Charlie Brewer and the Utes are breaking up. But then I thought, oh, maybe that's piling on a kid. So maybe not that. I, I'm thinking about maybe songs about the fall. What do you think? Any ideas there? I mean, is this too ne- narrow of genre but quitting songs? See, that's rude. It is a little rude. That's true. So we have to be nice with Total Request Tuesday now. <laughs> Uh, okay. Breakup is quitter Quitter songs? Is I, can you think the, of a quitter <laughs> song? Well, there's an old country song, and I, I don't even know if I remember who did it, called Take This Job and Shove It. Okay. That's pretty funny. Uh, I can't think of any other quitter of songs. Any other yeah. quit, quit songs? Other than <laughs> uh, the, the scene in uh, That Thing You Do, where he just sings, I quit. I quit. Uh, breakup songs are kind of I quit songs. Breakup songs is probably the way to go. Is that too low-hanging fruit, or or can we think of something else? The only reason I, I hesitated was I didn't want to pile on Chuck in his uh, moment of leaving the city. So Are we calling him Chuck now? Well, that's short for Charlie, isn't it? Which is short for Charles? Uh, I suppose. Uh, okay. Let's go make breakup songs. Let's just do it. Breakup songs. Okay, breakup songs. That's today's Total Request Tuesday. Uh, so tweet at... Austin Horton, and if you want to include uh, Gordon and myself on it, at Jake Scott Zone, at Gordon Monson as well. So, uh, well, let's get to it. It is time for the split story of the day. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. Two. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. Are you ready to announce the starting quarterback? No, we won't do that. Uh, we uh, have a solid idea what we're going to do, but but we won't uh, make any official announcement. And you just see him trot out there on Saturday at what is it, twelve thirty kick? I think it is. How, how important to you is it to have a quarterback that's vocal and, and as the leader of the team? Obviously, you've got somebody like a Britton Covey who's clearly been around mm-hmm. the program as the leader of the team, but. How important is it specifically in that position to have somebody do that? Well, it is important, and, and uh, you can lead in different ways. Uh, but at that particular position, you'd like to have the guy be vocal and, and a guy that uh, is an alpha dog uh, type of mentality. And 
Yeah, because you know, leading by example is is great, but it doesn't seem to be <laughs> work as well at the quarterback spot as it does at other spots. All right, it was uh, announced today Charlie Brewer, who was once Utah's starting quarterback, has left the program. Uh, he will transfer. His record at the University of Utah will be one and two. Uh, did not have a D1 victory, uh, Austin, under his belt as uh, he goes somewhere else. And, um, you know, as much as I've criticized uh, over the years, um, the, you know, the, the transferring, and uh, I, I think that, uh, you know, the previous rules on transfers uh, that discouraged it in a sense where you can transfer, but it's it's – uh, you know, going to cost you a year. I mean, I, I had no problem with that because I don't like the idea for college sports. I don't think it's necessarily healthy just to have it be the wild, wild west where there's transfers going here and there. And I don't think it leads to, you know, certainly doesn't lead to stability. I don't necessarily think it's good for the college athletes themselves. I mean, I think there are a lot of uh, of of really good reasons. So it's, but I don't blame Charlie Brewer in this sense. Listen, he's got one year to play. That's it. So if this doesn't, you know, he puts his toe in the water and it doesn't feel like it's going to be a good opportunity for him, uh, then I don't necessarily, or or I can certainly empathize with the want to put a a hold on that one year and go somewhere else where maybe I feel like I can can have a a better opportunity. I, I at least understand that. Right. With with what Charlie Brewer is doing and he kind of has to do it now because there's a a, a time limit. And and the truth, um, the ultimate truth of college football, and you can manipulate this a little bit, but you've got five years to play for. Right. And so I don't uh, I I certainly understand somebody's willingness to max or, or, or want, I should say, to maximize their five years because that that's all you get. So I, I empathize with that. But the other side of the coin of this is Cameron rising. And I, I like the fact that here is a guy who you absolutely can say has earned uh, this starting job and we'll, we'll see how it goes, but here's a guy who transfers in from Texas. Right. And I understand kind of the irony of this. We're, we're talking about somebody who actually did transfer, but he transfers in, uh, you know, he battles it out in the program. The coaching staff recruits over the top of him twice. He gets the job last year. He beats out one of those guys, gets the job coming out of camp almost immediately. And when I say immediately, how far into that game did he make it, uh, Austin, before he got hurt? Oh, a it's few like, what plays. A, yes, a few, a few plays. He gets into the game and, and gets hurt. And we, you know, we saw what happened uh, last year and Bentley didn't turn out to be that uh, of effective of a player. But then you think, okay, Cam Rising rehabs and uh, the Utes go out and they recruit over the top of him again. And that player uh, comes out in camp and this time gets the starting job. And honestly, Austin and. You know, Gordon gave us a little bit of a different perspective on this, and I'm sure we'll uh, – yesterday, and I'm sure we'll talk to him about this today. Uh, but Brewer wasn't great. I mean, we can look at uh, maybe the offense wasn't a good fit. You know, Gordon brought up tempo, and I suppose, you know, we, we could get into those details. But he wasn't great against BYU, and he wasn't great against San Diego State. And I think there there's a, a significant reason for that. I think that he – he's not a guy who handles pressure very well. And that's, that's my opinion. And maybe other people out there would differ a little bit, but you know, the, the Utah offense didn't do him a whole lot of favors by, you know, blocking. And so he really struggled with pressure. I heard Hans talk about this a couple of weeks ago when he looked at uh, Brewer's film at Baylor and talked about the schemes that they were running where, you know, it was max protect type of stuff. That's not what Utah does. And I think, you know, they, we all saw it, right? They had some issues, you know, with pass rush and blitz. And San Diego State's a really unique team from that standpoint. They're going to throw really weird stuff at you, and that's that's what they do. I get it. But Charlie Brewer did not handle it well. Yeah. He didn't. And Cam Rising came in, and he, he's got a little bit more mobility, quite a bit, uh, some would probably argue. But he's, he's a little bit more comfortable doing that. He's comfortable in Andy Lud- Ludwig's scheme because he's been there for three years. And so uh, he found a way to, to go out there and, and be effective. And 
make plays uh, during games on the field and not be this, you know, high-profile transfer who came in and was all but gifted the starting job. And I, I can really respect that, a guy who battled, who didn't transfer, who didn't give in to, you know, that fear that he was going to waste his opportunity. And, and by the way, just to go back to ju- justifying it for Brewer a little bit, just justifiable fear, you know? of wasting your last year of an, of an opportunity. I think we, we can all uh, sympathize with that in, in some way, shape, or form. But in this case, I, I, I think it is a good story that somebody is rewarded for hard work, stick and, you know, perseverance. And we'll see where, what they do against Washington State on Saturday. I think it's a good opportunity for Utah to, you know, put the pieces together and figure out what kind of team they're going to be going forward. I I think it's a a unique opportunity from, and I hate this word, but from a narrative standpoint, probably within the team to say, Hey, listen, that guy who's no longer with us, that's where we turn the page. We played better immediately after that guy left. So that guy was the problem. We're a new team. It's a new Mm. season. We're still undefeated in conference. Uh, and uh, and we're gonna go make a season out of this thing. It you know whether that's true or so not. So like put a Charlie Brewer dartboard up in the locker room. I, I don't right? know about that, but where, whether and you, you don't need to slander the guy, I suppose. But whether it's true or not, you can say that that is that is a moment when we started to produce and figure it out, and that other guy's not here to help anyway. So it's it's a new day yeah. here in this football facility with a new guy at the helm, a guy who's been here and fought beside us and we elected captain and all this. I mean, you, you can sell that to a locker room. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, I, and yeah. like I said, you don't, need to, you don't need to run the other dude down, but the other dude's not there. Sure. You know, that's that's convenient in and of itself because there's really no option. You don't have a divided locker room because the other guy's not there. Yeah, there are so, other warts. The offensive line still has their issues. Right. But as they went up tempo against San Diego State, those issues were minimalized. And Cam Rising had an opportunity to slide in there and, and turn right. the page. So maybe they turn the page on that as well. And they reinvent the offensive line's approach. Uh, I, I think that Charlie Brewer uh, reminds me of the Jake Heaps tale a little bit. Where yeah, he wins I a agree. job because in practice you're not being rushed, you're not being pressured, you're not being touched in camps and in practices. And at Baylor, as you mentioned, Hans, uh, noting the Max Protect and the hogs that they had in front of him at Baylor, he was never in, in any near danger of being touched or sacked. Right. Uh, I'm exaggerating slightly. Then he gets into real action. The offensive line has its issues, and he can't perform under that pressure like uh, another court, like you need your quarterback too. So I think you nailed it there, Jake. I I don't know that Charlie Brewer sucks, I, and I, you're not saying that. I, I don't think that he's awful. I just think that he's a not as good uh, in games as he is in practices, and b that cut I played for you coming in. I chose that cut for a reason because I've got someone who's around that team up there who says there was a real frustration with uh, between the coaching staff and uh, the offensive issues that the quarterback was not a good leader. Now that would then, you kind of roll your eyes and go, well, then why did you choose Charlie Brewer over the guy that was voted captain? And it's because he looked better in practices when he wasn't being pressured. That's a real thing up there. That was a real frustration between the coaching staff and Charlie Brewer. Charlie Brewer was being asked to be a personality he's not. And Cam Rising is that personality and can play ball. So... You know, we'll we'll see where Utah goes uh, from here. I, I honestly don't think they're any worse off, uh, other than being one player uh, less deep at that position. And you hope Cam Rising can uh, can stay healthy. But you know, there are a few uh, college programs that can survive getting that deep down on their quarterback depth chart anyway. So, um, but I, I think Utah is capable of being just as good a team today uh, as they were yesterday because they. Uh, you know, Cam Rising came out and, and produced. And Charlie Brewer, again, had plenty of opportunity. We're talking about three games basically here, and he was okay. You know, one thing that stood out to me about uh, talking to our guy Cole, uh, Cole Fotheringham yesterday, Austin, is he didn't mention how accurate uh, that Charlie Brewer was uh, and is, I, I should say. So, you know, it's, it might, it's one of those situations, right, where, the, where he's a good quarterback, but how Utah's built right now, how they want to play, it might not just be a good fit. 
right? And maybe he, he's read that and he's like, hey, I'm going to preserve my opportunity to play somewhere else and show my stuff somewhere else. It's not what I thought it was. And, uh, you know, I'm going to go find something else. And that's I, you afford a guy that you do. And you kind of shrug and you go, ah, well, you're going to hear that he's a quitter or that he doesn't persevere. Or, and, you know, it, by definition to the letter of those words. Yeah, uh, that's true. But it's not always that plain, simple, cut and dry, right? It it could be that it was not a good fit and he has one last shot. Hold on to that red shirt availability and go. Right. I, I think that's all it is. And, and Britton Covey was tweeting – and I should uh, I should bring it up here, but uh, but he was tweeting in response to some fans talking about how the players uh, players only meeting was about uh, bouncing Charlie Brewer from the team, and uh, he he refuted those claims. Said he participated and and they liked Charlie, and this is just what's best for him, you know. Yeah, I'd be surprised if that meeting was the rest of the squad just uh, putting Charlie Brewer in a no. corner and saying you need to leave town. Yeah, I don't think that'd so. be shocking. Uh, let's see here. Um, there was a retweeted Adam Mikulich tweet of Britton Covey talking and, uh, kind of insinuating that, uh, it, because he was complimenting Cameron rising, he was, he was saying the opposite about Charlie Brewer and Britton responded. I wasn't describing Charlie. Charlie was engaged during that fourth quarter as well. He was a great teammate. Uh, this was a testament to who Cam is and to why the team could rally behind him. Not many players can maintain that constant energy before their number is called like he did. And he was talking about uh, rising constantly being, you know, upbeat and energetic and a, a positive uh, part of the team. And he was not saying anything negative about Charlie Brewer. It sounds like it sounds like Charlie was a, a, a fine teammate. That's got to be frustrating for a guy like Britton Covey where you're asked about Cam rising that quote gets sent out and then people take it as a, oh, he's actually subtweeting in this, he's in this quote. At on Charlie, Charlie. That's garbage. That, that right. would be so frustrating. Yeah. I, I certainly would agree with that. So other than Utah being a little thin at the quarterback position right now, I think they're just as capable of, of reaching their, um, I, I guess, uh, of, of playing their best football this year. You know, I, I don't think this is a giant setback, and it is a positive thing that Rising came in and played well. So we'll see where he goes from here. Washington State's defense is certainly nothing to, uh, to write home about, so he'll have a good opportunity to go out and establish himself in that position. All right, we are here at uh, the Dish Professionals, 801-424-DISH. That is number to call. Uh, the world-famous Ryan is sitting right across from me as we speak. Hello, sir. Hey, good to see you. Good to see you, buddy. How's things? Things are good. Uh, you helping a lot of people watch sports? This is I, I say this all the time, but this is why you're so popular. Yeah, this is uh, definitely our busy time. We, uh, we get uh, a, a big influx now, and uh, it's good. We get to help people, and, you know, I, I think we're lucky with uh, the great equipment that Dish has and the great promotion and uh, get always do a little extra when you're here. So, Hey, I like that. We're yeah. going to get to that because, <laughs> you know, that, that kind of makes uh, uh, me look good. But uh, let's talk about the Pac-12 Network for, for some people out there who, you know, want to watch the Pac-12, want to watch Utah in the Pac-12. Let's, yeah. let's talk a little bit about that because it is football season. It is football season. We know this next game is going to be on the Pac-12 Network, so that's a uh, – that's a big plus. Uh, if you want to get switched to Dish, the, we've got you covered there. And, you know, I would expect probably a couple more games on top right. of that that uh, we're going to see, you know, on that channel. And, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's actually a great uh, channel. I really like the, the football in 60. It's really cool. It, the replay uh, the games. Yeah, absolutely. It is cool. Yeah, you can mash it all up. They get rid of all the uh, – the nonsense and the dead time and it's all bam 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 right through the whole game in an hour well it we talk about it during football and you're going to want to watch your team and watch the league and stuff but it's really important for basketball get, yeah. a, get ahead of that because yeah. you 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 miss a ton if you don't have the pac-12 network during basketball but really dish uh, you were talking about this the equipment it it upgrades the whole football sports watching experience overall it makes it nice uh, saturday afternoon you can uh fire up sports bar mode you've got 16 tuners so if you're really a fanatic and you like watching all the games you can you can fire up uh, as many recordings as you want as you want have football all week as if you want because there's uh, so many tuners available bigger dvr auto recording local channels this has really turned out to be pretty cool because this year um the thursday night 
um, the Sunday night and the Monday night games are all on local television. And uh, if you miss any of those, um, if you have Dish, it automatically records them. Which so, is awesome. Yeah, they're just there. Yeah. Uh, last night, same thing. I, I I don't even think about it. I just come when I come home. I'm like finally get around to maybe I want to watch some football. I can, and uh, go, oh, this is a good game. I just can rewind to the beginning and uh, start skipping skipping through. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's super cool. Uh, we're gonna talk to Gordon here. I actually have a challenge for Gordon next time you jump on with us. Yeah. Remind me. I've got, okay. a, I've got a challenge for Gordon. <laughs> uh, but call today eight zero one four two four dish. You mentioned this. You're gonna do a little something extra for the Zone listeners because yeah. we're here today. Here today. So today, today only. It's because uh, we're doing the remote. We're doing a hundred dollars cash back, and uh, that's uh, just for getting sign up with Dish, and that's a uh, on top of the two year promotion. Um, and guys, remember, this is a two-year price guarantee with this promotion. And one thing that is a constant right now is everything's going up in price. And that's uh, something that you're going to be able to save yourself with with Dish. You get that guarantee that the price stays the same. We'll throw in movie channels, NFL Red Zone free for the season. Uh, you get a Google Nest Wi-Fi router and that 100 bucks cash. 801-424-DISH, 801-424-DISH. Thank you very much, Ryan. Thank you. Call now. We'll have more Big Show. Gordon jumps on. Coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's game week for the Cougars. And the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. It ain't over till it's over. BYU welcomes South Florida to Lavelle Edwards Stadium this Saturday. Listen all week for your chance to win tickets to the game. And then catch the Cougar pregame show Saturday at 6. With the postgame show starting immediately following the game on the Zone Sports Network. From Monday morning to the post-game press conference, nobody brings you better coverage of Cougar football than 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Cougars at 30 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Cougars at 30 update. Here is tight end Dallin Holker uh, asked to describe the offense's strengths. We're all united. I mean, we're a brotherhood and we're a family and we all have each other's back. And, you know, we have a lot of drives where we're really explosive and some where we're, you know, trying to just get things together. So I think just really putting it all together here in the next few weeks and just being explosive all the time and, and having those explosive plays and being the offense that we know we can be. This update brought to you by Davis Vision. It's the Davis Vision Back to School Sale. Get $1,000 off LASIK and get rid of those contacts and glasses forever. LASIK can be an affordable option. Financing is available. Don't wait. Call today, 801-253-3080. That's 801-253-3080 or online at davisvisionmd.com. That's Davis Vision. College football coverage in Utah is right here on the Zone Sports Network. We don't quit. Let's go. The Zone is giving away tickets to every Utah, BYU, Utah State, and Weber State home game all season long. Listen for your chance to win tickets to see the teams you're passionate about right here on the Zone Sports Network. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. This one goes out to Parker. Breakup songs on a total request Tuesday, brought by Live Nation Concerts for the latest tour news. And artist insight, go to livenation.com. If you have a suggestion for today, tweet at Austin Horton. Uh, it is the big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, coming at you live from the Dish Professionals. Call them, 801-424-DISH. If you sign up during the show today, you can get $100 cash money. Actually, Ryan sends you a check, as we learned last time we were here, Gordon. But uh, 100 bucks is 100 bucks. Still, yeah, 100 yeah. bucks is 100 bucks, and it goes straight to your banking account yeah. or... You can turn it around, cash it, and uh, spend it. Whatever you want to do. What would you spend a hundred? If I handed you a hundred bucks right now, what would you spend it on? Jeez, wow, that's a hundred bucks just right, right, right away. Okay. And you got, you got to spend it within, you know, a day or two. Long underwear. 
<laughs> because you feel a little chill in the air, do you? I feel like winter is is coming around the corner. I'm, I, I happen to be a person who believes in long underwear and its uh, wonderful effects uh, during the, the cold times in this state. And it's one of those things where I can't justify spending a lot of money on it because, you know, it's long underwear, where I feel like if I were, like, just given $100 out of the blue, <laughs> I'd go for a nice set of long johns. Now... For like 100, the good stuff. For 100 bucks, you should be able to get, like, silk lined. And That's what I'm saying. Guys. That's what I'm saying. I could never justify that in my real life, but I feel like if I had $100 right now. <laughs> a bonus? I could, I could justify splurging on uh, the, the luxurious uh, long johns. Megan, what would you spend 100 bucks on if uh, we handed it to you right now? Not long johns, I'm assuming. <laughs> Megan, our on-site engineer here yes. at the uh, the Dish Professionals. We, I need a woman's perspective on this. Uh, hundred um, hundred bucks. Probably a good pair of Vans. Vans. All right. Oh, you can appreciate that, Jake. You've owned a few pair of Vans in your day. Uh, it's been a while, but yeah. I got a pair. You give the black and white checked ones. Oh. Yeah. Okay. All right. I've seen those around. They are the most comfortable. All right. Well, we had to talk to someone who had some sense of style because Jake, long underwear is not. You don't like long underwear? No, I mean, it's fine, but it's just not where I thought you would go. I thought maybe, you know, something, I don't know, something special for you. Maybe, maybe, you know, take your lovely bride out for a little something to eat or something. I don't know. Well, that wouldn't be about me. <laughs> you can't tell me that you haven't gotten out of bed and there's a foot of snow on the driveway and it just looks bitter cold and you got to get out there and do the driveway and then get your day going and you you don't appreciate a wonderful set of long underwear. It's it's like heaven's gift. Yeah, but I thought that you would, uh, you know, bark an order out to Sadie to get out there and shovel the driveway. And She's then... four, Gordon, not six. <laughs> That's what she has to look forward to in two years. She's got two years to grow. Once she starts going to school, baby, there's a hey, whole new education out there. Yeah, home. it'll be a new day. Until then, it's Long John's for me, pal. All right. Well, I mean, yeah, that's very useful. I mean, pragmatic. Thank you. Yeah. I try to think that way. I mean, but I was going to say, when I said, why don't you take your beautiful bride out to get something to eat? And you said, that wouldn't be, that wouldn't be for me. But, uh, Jake, how many times have I told you, if you give, you get? I I still don't know what you're talking about when you say that. <laughs> That's because you never give. I constantly give. Do you? All right. All right. Well, have it your way. Long John's it is. <laughs> I know, that's what I'm saying. Okay, all right. I, I'm trying to answer the question myself, and I can't. Let's get down to what everybody wants to talk all right. about. Your opinion on Charlie Brewer transferring today. The big news. Starting quarterback one day, benched her in the middle of a game, another now on to different pastures. All right, I have to ask myself some questions. Okay. What the hell just happened? Thank you, Scotty. What the hell just happened? Charlie Brewer threw for 9,700 yards at Baylor. He threw three times as many touchdowns as he did interceptions there. What's going on here? Did he suddenly, I mean, what's that movie, uh, Space Jam? When they steal the NBA player's talent? Is that what happened here? Is that what happens at Utah? Quarterbacks come in and their talent is sucked out from under them? I mean, this is this. It's a little familiar, isn't it? Didn't we hear this last year with Jake Bentley? A guy who threw... More than two times as many touchdowns as he did interceptions before he came to Utah. What's going on here? Are you going to blame Charlie Brewer? Are you going to call him a quitter? Are you going to say uh, he, he, he faced a little uh, adversity and so he's bailing and you're going to rip him? Is that you? Is that you? Is that, are you that guy? No, I don't know if you were listening during the, the first segment when you were on your way here or not. I'm not, I'm not going to do that because I can understand what he wants to do. He's got one year left to play. Mm-hmm. He's got to make a decision because, he, you know, the hard and fast rule in college is you have five years to play four. It's 
he wants to maximize that. And if he spends the, the year on the bench and then his college experience is over, I understand. I understand the willingness to want to put a freeze on it and go, maybe you have a different opportunity to finish your college career somewhere else. Well, he already played four years because of the COVID thing. Right. So he's trying to preserve an opportunity. I, I don't know if I'd make the same myself. I don't know. But I, I empathize with that desire, mm-hmm. and that's how the rules are set up. So you know what? You know, I'm glad to hear good, that you're good using times. good common sense good. on this one. But uh, here's the other side of the coin. I really like the fact that a guy in Cam Rising who did stick it out mm-hmm. and battled it out and was recruited over twice and outright won the job only to get hurt 30 seconds later – uh, that's a great story. Okay, but and don't, I'm glad that person is succeeding. But don't compare that to Charlie's situation. I didn't. I just okay. Told I'm you. not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying Jake. Don't do that. I'm saying just in general, don't because uh, it's a different situation. Cam Rising. He's obviously got the respect of his teammates, being named a captain, even though he wasn't going to start, and he's uh, shown resiliency in the past. All good stuff. But I'm not going to sit there and turn the sharp blade on Charlie Brewer. I think he he came to Utah. It wasn't what he was hoping it to be. And and I think the situation made him – okay, I'm not going to blame everything on Utah. I mean, he, he made some bad decisions. He made some bad throws. But did you notice that when he was in the game, the offense was a certain way, and then Cam Rising well, comes in, and it's opened up, and they were desperate. I get it. But why do you think that is, aside from the desperation? It's because Andy Ludwig changed to what he thought, maximized the ability of his quarterback. And here's what I said in the first segment, Gordon. Maybe you can come along with this. My criticism of Charlie Brewer is he doesn't handle the rush well. And the line has so many issues that it's a bad rush. I mm-hmm. mean, he's – and he doesn't handle that pressure well. Austin made the comparison to, to Jake Heaps. I think it's a similar thing where they can make throws. The accuracy – Cole Fotheringham told us about the accuracy. But when the heat is on, he's not necessarily a mobile guy, and he didn't play well. That's, and so when, when Cam Rising comes in and there's the jailbreak defense and he can move a little bit more and he can run the more up-tempo stuff, then Utah is going to have a better offense because it's the way to negate their, their flaw, which is that the offensive line is at very least not playing well right now. And it also negates some things like the receivers not being all that terrific. And if you want to come, Hans had a great comparison when he watched Brewer's film at, at Baylor and talked about this. They ran a ton of max protect stuff and threw to really talented wideouts. And that's not what Utah is at all. You know, and they don't run max protect. And the line isn't playing very well. And he didn't play well under the rush. And so I don't know. If you want to get specific, I think that's the specific issue. Okay. And I can come along with that. I I can come along with that. And it's not necessarily any kind of rip on a quarterback because, I mean, you could say the same thing about Dan Marino. It's got to be the hardest part of the job. I mean, honestly. I mean, Dan Marino couldn't move, right? He had some great receivers, and he took advantage of that situation. And if he ever felt any pressure, he just threw it away. I mean, that, that's, that's what he did. So Charlie Brewer might be a fantastic quarterback, but it wasn't happening for him at Utah. And I don't blame him for one second. And I hope, I hope these are college kids, man. I hope that the fans aren't all over him, calling him this, that, or the other. But be careful because, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how Cam Rising goes from here on out, whether he faces some of the difficulties that Charlie Brewer did. And he might be better suited to avoid some of that. But you can't live that way. Well, You can't operate your offense that way. And I understand that he had some nice plays in the the last quarter and some overtime stuff with uh, Utah against SDSU. But (laughs) how's that going to hold up through the entire season? Uh, We'll see how it goes. Well, you hope the line gets it together. And maybe against Washington uh, State they can get a little confidence and and get a little – connectivity against a team that's not going to be weird like San Diego State or uber-aggressive like BYU. I I just hope this isn't one of those situations where they switch out the quarterback and then things change and they're able to 
do some things, and then everybody blames Charlie Brewer for two losses in three games because it wasn't it, – it, he was put in a tough situation. They didn't bring – see, here's one of my problems. They brought Charlie Brewer in, as you have pointed out, the same thing with Jake Bentley, with – the kid had promise, and he, he was probably given some promises too. You know, come here and play with us, and we're gonna we're gonna win the Pac-12. Well, I certainly think this confirms that that's what Charlie Brewer was told. Yeah, <laughs> and so he comes in, and all of a sudden this stuff happens, and then he gets blamed for it. And uh, you know, I, I under those circumstances, he's probably sitting there going, "Hey, man, put a freaking line in front of me." That was part of your job. You brought me in here. You knew what I was. You know what I'm capable of doing. Give me a freaking offensive line that will protect me. Give me a, a running back who can who can pick up a blitz. Right? I mean, you brought me in. Give me what I need to succeed. And they didn't. Yet another reason that uh, I don't think Utah should try and turn into a sling it all over the field team. But... I don't even know if Brewer was capable of doing that, honestly. He didn't play well. He didn't play well. There's a variety of reasons, but he, you can't say that he was good. I think he's a good quarterback. Uh, I don't I, think he suddenly lost his talent. I think he was – and you, you bring up a great point with what you said. He was put in a situation where he did not thrive the way he thought he would. And he, he, he did not thrive given the opportunity that the coaches thought he would have. So both are true. I don't think Charlie Brewer's a bad quarterback. I think, as I said, he threw for 9,700 yards at Baylor, and they scored a ton of points, and they, he took them to the freaking Sugar Bowl. You know? I mean, he won 11 games uh, in 2019. You can't do that with a bad quarterback. Okay, now this is this is – you're going to accuse me of being cynical here. Mm. I will be really curious to see where he ends up. And maybe I'm totally wrong about this. I'm leaving the door open to that. We'll see where he ends up. But my guess is he didn't end up at Utah because Lincoln Riley was banging down his door. I, that I don't know. And I don't know either. But Do you think Utah was his last choice? I don't know. Last choice. What, what was, I mean, it's a it's a position that is set up to succeed. But like I said, if 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 uh, let me if, if Dabo's on the horn, I'm probably not picking Utah. All right, I, I get that, but Utah is a proud program. I, I mean, agree, they, but they but, don't have a great track record with quarterbacks, which is the point of my column. Which is the point of what I just said right there. Com. Yeah, I, I get that. That's the point. Okay, all right. I, I look at look I at their agree. quarterbacks who were great. Uh, Brian Johnson recur- recruited under Urban Meyer. Uh, Alex Smith, accidental. <laughs> A complete accident that they found. Red Elliott was the man. Well, even the way that Alex ended up there because he wanted to play for his uncle, John L., right? And then John L. takes another job and Alex ends up at Utah. A complete, like, accident that you found the number one pick in the draft. And and Tyler Huntley is the other one that, you know, people can talk about because yeah. he had a nice Those senior. are the two. He Brian had a nice, Johnson and Tyler Huntley. He had a nice senior year. Yeah. But other than that, you yeah. know, it's – it's not a great place for a quarterback to come. And it's not a great place for a receiver to come, and we've seen that play out. Yeah. Where and they... you've been harping on that for a long time, Jake. I think you've been harping on that for as long as I've known you, and that's a long time. Because what if you're a receiver, what are you going to do? Come to Utah and block? But it's what works for them. So that's don't pretend to be something you're not. Turn into the spin. Can't you be that if you Can't find a quarterback it? or a receiver? emphasize it. This is interesting because Utah has some promising quarterbacks in their pipeline. How is it going to turn out? All right. We'll have more coming up next. Live from the Dish Professionals. Call them, 801-424-DISH. If you get signed up during the show today, you're going to get an extra $100 cash back. More straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Time to bring in Nick Ford, the Youth Center. For you guys who've been around, you used to be in 3-0 at this point in the season. It's been a long time since you weren't. How different does it feel now as you start conference play basically to not be 3-0? We're pissed off for greatness. It's not something, you know, you can sit here and dwell on because it will um, topple everything over. And looking at it the way we're looking at it, we know our mistakes. We know what we have to fix. We know what we have to get done. And we still have an opportunity to turn everything around. 
you know, there's still nine games of conference play. We're 0-0 zero zero right now as we see it. That's why I said the team is very uh, optimistic right now and willing right now because we see what we have in front of us. We understand what just happened, and we understand that we cannot continue to let that happen. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Utes at 50 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Utes at 50 update. Here's our guy, tight end Cole Fotheringham, uh, trying to describe why the offense performed better with Cam Rising instead of Charlie Brewer. That's a great question. I think it's one that we're trying to ask ourselves too, but there was definitely a spark and I think it was just his energy and his belief. You know, when he came in, we went to more spread, more up-tempo, almost like a two-minute offense, so we were able to get the pace going a little bit and that probably helped too. We got them on their heels a little bit and they were huffing and puffing, getting a little tired, so I think that might have had a little bit to do with it as well. Subtape brought to you by Syringa Networks, working from home or with a hybrid workforce. Get a powerful IT partner. Syringa Networks, call 385-420-7881 or visit syringanetworks.net. The best college football coverage in Utah is right here on the Zone Sports Network. We don't quit. Let's go. BYU welcomes South Florida to Lavelle Edwards Stadium this Saturday for a showdown against the Bulls. Your home for the best coverage of Cougar football is right here on the Zone Sports Network. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Goes out to Doug. Wanted a little Patty Smith on a total request Tuesday on the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Live from the Dish Professionals, 801-424 Dish. We'll talk to Ryan coming up here momentarily. Uh, joining us uh, right around the corner, Sean O'Connell is going to join the show, our, our boy OC. Hosts uh, a Pac-12 radio show, Pac-12 Today, I believe on uh, Sirius and XM uh, Sports Radio. But, of course, uh, we've known OC for a long, long time. And uh, he walked on at Utah once upon a time, finished his career at Weber State. Uh, so we'll talk to him about what he thinks about uh, Charlie Brewer and his exodus. Jake, you asked me during the break, would I get in the in the uh, cage with Sean for a million dollars? Yeah. Austin and I both immediately said yes. Because a million dollars is a million dollars. And you, I said, you said no. no immediately. Well, what good does the million dollars do you if, if uh, you know, the your brain collides with the side of your skull? See, but, you know, the human body is a funny thing. You know. <laughs> Resilient, is it? Right. And Austin did throw in the guarantee that it, you would not perish. You would survive <laughs> the you would survive the encounter. But yeah. Sean is he, he is a, a big person. He and, is a he, he And I bet the punch would not he, feel good. No, he, the, the fight, I guess. No, I mean he was uh, if you ever saw him fight, he has a lot of fight in him. That he does. Mhm. All right, we're here at the Dish Professional. Sean's going to join the show coming up next. Uh, but Ryan, of course, is jumping on with us. It's football season, and I'm sure you talk to people all the time who you know, have complaints about the programming or can't find this, can't find that. Yeah. Uh, it, with with you guys, the great part is that you're here and you can help folks get the programming that they need and you, you find a way to save money at the same time. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of people out there that, you know, decide I'm going to try the streaming option and they get involved with that. And uh, we, we hear the phone calls all the time and they're, it's, it, it might save them here, but they end up costing them in other ways. And um, with the current offers uh, with Dish, you can't really go wrong. I mean, uh, we talk about this uh, 200 channel package. This is uh, about $2 a day. And you're going to get the jazz games, which are coming up here in just a few weeks. You're going to get uh, the, all the uh, NFL Red Zone, which is a massively cool channel. Awesome. And uh, you get Pac-12 and all the ESPNs and Fox Sports 1s, and they're all in there. And uh, just for a couple dollars a day, you know, 
that's such a better solution because you get the Dish Anywhere app. You have access to your DVR recordings, your locals. You can uh, um, really have the best system out there with that great voice remote. And uh, the price doesn't change for the next two years. Brian, look, uh, a couple things. First of all, great deal. I've been a customer. Jake, you've been a customer for a long time. But I got a compliment to pay you. What's that? First of all, doesn't uh, Ryan look stylish today? <laughs> sure. He looks really stylish. And, you know, as Ryan is talking, I'm thinking, who does he look like? And he looks like a mix between Gerard Butler and uh, and uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Never heard that before. There you go. <laughs> you see, How's that you make see, you feel, Ryan? You see what I'm saying? I, I don't think that's a bad thing, for sure. Sure, sure. <laughs> Megan, what do you sure. think? You uh, see it? Okay. You see it? Yep. I'm not crazy. Don't, anyway. don't, don't encourage him, Megan. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't do that's that. It's a compliment. So if you want to meet Ryan, come on down. Well, you can get Ryan's autograph on a check. $100, $100 back. We were that's trying true. to decide what we would do with 100 bucks if someone just handed Like, you're offering 100 bucks yeah. right away. What would... What would you spend a hundred bucks on, Ryan? If if we handed it to you, flowers for my wife. Oh, see, <laughs> this man knows. Where... <laughs> That's not what I said. No, <laughs> Jake's all about his own comfort. I am quite literally about my own comfort. A hundred dollars back if you if you sign yeah. up during the show. That's an awesome deal. I'd actually I'd go to Costco and I'd get the nice nicer flowers than spending them for a flower shop, and uh-huh. then I'd maybe buy something. Lecture there. See, Costco, there you go. There you go. <laughs> See, the man knows. He's a smart man. Uh, I, I agree. Unlike my partner, Jake, here. I don't know about that. 801-424-DISH. 801-424-DISH. Call now. Uh, get in on that and, and watch sports the way the good Lord intended with DISH. <laughs> 801-424-DISH. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you. OC joins us next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's game week for the Aggies, and the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. Huh! The Aggies square off against Boise State for a big Mountain West Conference battle at Maverick Stadium. Hear all the play-by-play action on the Zone Sports Network, beginning with a pregame show Saturday morning at 9. From Monday morning to all the play-by-play action, nobody brings you better coverage of Aggie football than 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.